All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Our weekly appearance, we're very excited to roll this out. Nikki Collin, uh, Baylor's women's basketball coach. And, uh, Nikki, it's uh, it's opening night. And, uh, I mean, it's just so much fun to have you on game day. I don't know if the – I got to say, from uh, from my standpoint, seeing it come across Twitter this morning, about two hours ago, on your women's basketball uh, Twitter uh, site or handle, it, you know, had all the game day information. And that was really, I know you've had a couple, you know, some exhibitions or whatever, but that was so exciting to see. Did you, did this morning, you waking up, did it have a different feel to you? Or do you think it'll be like till you get to the Ferrell Center today? When will it really hit you that this is finally happening? You know, I actually think it won't be till tip. I think that as coaches, you, um, you know, you prepare. I mean, this isn't my first rodeo in terms of, like, preparing for a game or having game day, and and certainly I'm excited about it. But I think I think the nerves um, will set in kind of in that, the nerve slash excitement um, really at tip, you know, wanting, wanting to see these guys really play well and kind of showcase what we've been working on and, and what they're capable of doing um, for the fans. What have you? What was your impression of, uh, of of Bears fans, kind of from afar? And I'm sure now, boy, you've met a lot of folks, and they all give you uh, probably some unsolicited advice from time to time. We're all good at that. Uh, what? Um, what? You know, I remember Gino coming in here for one of these matchups with UConn, and and basically uh, almost being jealous of the atmosphere at the Farrell Center. What do you kind of anticipate? this evening and what were your impressions even even really before you got to Baylor well I think it started you know I don't know that I had um you know certainly always knew it was a passionate fan base a well-supported program you know never as a visitor um have I been in Farrell and, and played a game so don't know you know there's a difference between seeing it on tv um or video and seeing it live and, and really feeling it which I think is the big key component to that is like feeling it um, live. Um, but, but I think it's been exciting to see, you know, the fans, um, you know, kind of embrace, um, the style of play and be excited to see, you know, maybe this team shoot a few more threes and, um, certainly their expectations haven't changed. Um, certainly there are a lot of people that, uh, were, were Kim Mulkey fans and rightly so. And hopefully they, they realize that I'm totally okay with them still being Kim Mulkey fans, but I think they can also be Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball fans first and foremost. Um, and so kind of understanding that it's going to be about the players. And so, you know, this fan base has the opportunity to create an environment that truly helps these players win. And, and that's, that's really what it's all about. So, you know, I certainly think that they're, they have been, they've been active. Um, they've been welcoming, you know, it's, it's been fun to see the reception at the football games in different places where I've met people um, you know, and, and people care here. I mean, you know, if I go to the grocery store or target or, Wherever I go, you know, people are like, good luck this season, coach. Can't wait to watch you play, all of that. So, you know, that, that's been really fun. After spending three years in Atlanta where I could probably go anywhere and no one would know me other than as, you know, Logan's mom or Connor or Reese's mom, um, you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of exciting to be at a place that, you know, truly is involved and committed to the women's program. Yeah, they, um, uh, you know, social media is so big now, Nikki, that uh... – and folks have been excited about your arrival. There's no way to totally blend into Waco, Texas. So, by the way, when you're referencing grocery stores in, in Central Texas, you have to say H-E-B. <laughs> that's, 
Right. It's, 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 and then I mean, it's, it's definitely H-E-B. There, there's, it's either H-E-B or H-E-B plus, right? Yeah, yeah, you got a couple options. I'm just sad you can't see the one we used to have over on uh, near campus. It, that one was a little run down, but, uh, but we have fond memories of that one over by, uh, oh, near about 12th Street and James over there, but that was an interesting one. Nikki Collin joining us uh, on the Matt Mosley Show, her weekly appearance. We're very excited about this, excited about this team. You said something recently that got my attention I, and I kind of liked. I, I, you've got some great players on this team. Depth may be uh, a bit of concern, but you said something about that you might have to almost play a little point guard early in this season. I've seen coaches over the years, you know, kind of have to do that and, and have that running dialogue with their team. Um, how, how is that going? And, and is that, I, I would say that's almost kind of a fun challenge for someone like you who is a, a former player. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it goes to, you know, when you have, we have veterans on our team, but even the veterans are rookies, you know, when it comes to our style and our system and our calls and our, you know, my mentality. And so, you know, I think until they really get to know what I want and when I want it, um, you know, I have to teach them that, you know, and I think ironically it's, um, you know, I know in the past they did a lot less and really focused on doing, you know, very few things, but doing those things very, very well. Um, you know, I've had to taper my expectations at how much I can get in and somewhat take that approach, but really open the playbook a little bit more um, in terms of spacing and, and what we want. Um, but yeah, I mean, we even in the exhibition games, you know, you realize, hey, we don't have, you know, a late quarter, last possession of the quarter play. So, you know, I've, I've had the blessing of ha- being able to say, all right, Sarah, take it, Kate, go run to the corner, you know, and we're going to go at eight, you know, and so to be able to then, in, in practice, step that back this week and say, okay, this is what we're going to call that. You know, I've, I've been able to put you where I wanted you, um, but really all I should have to say is, is head tap and you're going to get to those space and, and we're going to play. And so, um, you know, as a former point guard, I like to be in control of the game. Um, I just think great teams um, with time need to look over their shoulder less, you know, and, and play more and, and run fewer plays. And so, I think as long as we're playing in transition and we're getting in drags and step-ups and, and, and stretching the floor and getting the ball to the right player at the right time, you know, I, I have to be less dialed in to um, plays. But I think on dead balls and things like that, you know, I will probably call the game a little bit tighter um, this season or at least this first half of the season um, than I will hopefully late as Jordan and Sarah, like, really get a feel for, okay, this is hot, here's what we can run, you know, and doesn't need – they don't need to look at me. You know, I, I, I find it interesting, too, I, I think early in the season and throughout the season, managing minutes is going to be interesting. I mean, I, you know, hopefully in some of these early games you have some big leads, but at the same time, you don't even, even in those instances, you're still going to have some players out there that are, <laughs> that are in your, your regular rotation. It's not like you can sort of empty the bench. How are you kind of are are you going to have to be, and obviously you get a full complement of players in the WNBA, are you going to have to really watch that rotation in trying to make sure folks are ready for the fourth quarter? Because that is, uh, we've said nine players. Um, I've lately heard that, that maybe there's a tenth player involved, but I, I, I would think you're going to have to really watch that pretty closely. Yeah, I think the beauty of, of college athletics, college women's basketball, um, you know, with, with TV timeouts, you, you have extended breaks. Um, these guys are young. They're well-conditioned. You worry a little less about load management. And certainly, 
we will be very focused on recovery and not overworking them in practice in between games and things like that. Um, but, you know, I think we'll manage them where, where we have to. I think, you know, I may have to use a situational timeout um, that I wouldn't use maybe strategically to call a play and strategically use it to rest players um, and, and think a little bit outside the box that way. Um, you know, but, but I just, you know, like I just, when you watch good teams over, over the history of women's college basketball, most of the great teams play seven, maybe eight players. Um, now if you've got a great rotation, like I feel like, you know, even if I went three deep in the post and I played, um, you know, Nalissa 28, queen 28 and Caitlin 24, that's still not enough minutes for listen queen. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not as if when you really break down the numbers by position, um, you know, those, those guys are going to want to play 32 minutes. Um, I think, and you know, if you played them 38, they'd probably still be happy. So, you know, I think it's about, it's about conditioning. It's about, you know, I think for us, it's more about, okay, do we, do we have to manage, um, an injury? Do we have to manage a COVID situation? Do we have to manage, um, you know, foul trouble? I think that's where we have like a shorter bench, a, um, just a smaller roster, could affect us more than just, hey, I've got to worry about, you know, legs and load management and, you know, fatigue and all those things. I think we're going to have to be careful when we play three games in three days um, in Cancun. But I think the rest of the time, I think they're going to bounce back. You know, we're going to get to conference play and be playing two games a week. Um, you know, and in that setting, you just don't have a lot of fear in terms of like even playing key players 35 minutes. Yeah, and by the way, I don't think fans have any problem with with seeing Nalissa as many minutes on the court as she as she could possibly be on there. Uh, it is Nikki Collin, Baylor's uh, uh, women's basketball coach, joining the Matt Mosley Show. Her weekly appearance. We're real proud to have her and uh, excited about this new era. Um, th- this relationship I wanted to ask you about. You said something early on, which I think was pretty telling. You, you know, you had to spend a little time recruiting your own players. And, um, you know, everybody that that takes on a new job, Dave Aranda had to do that at Baylor. I find it very um, cool and and, and interesting that you and Melissa have seemingly formed a really tight bond pretty quickly. I mean, that that does not always happen. I think that's very important, by the way, for maybe the best player in the country. Um, or you'll slap me on the wrist if I don't call her. She she is the That's best fair. player in the country, it's right? Fair. I'm sure. You know, it's, it's funny. It's like sometimes being politically correct is, you know, I just I want people to know that I feel like I have the best player in the country on my yeah. roster. You know, like I, uh, um, and and that's not look. That's not me taking a shot that I don't think Caitlin Clark or Paige Beckers or Ryan Howard yeah. or you know any of these other top players aren't incredibly good. I just feel like. Right now, um, you know, Melissa's experience, her consistency, her, you know, what she's capable of doing with a basketball, you know, I just, I think, you know, as someone who has coached in the WNBA and knows, you know, what a, a top draft pick looks like, I think she's, she, she checks a lot of boxes right now. Yeah, in fact, I'm going to have T-shirts made up with that, what you said. Let's see, put, you can put that on Twitter. I don't care. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I kind of like that. Uh, well, I mean, it goes back to like what, you know, you talk about the relationship with Melissa, like, you know, I, I want our players to know I've got their back. Like I, I'm not, I'm not a yeller and screamer. I'm not in a game, um, you know, going to blow up officials and, and intimidate anybody, you know, but I've, I've got their back, you know, I've got their back. I'm going to be talking to officials when I think they're not getting plays, you know, and I think, 
you know, when, when you have a player of her caliber, when you have someone you're going to play to and play through, um, that you're going to ask to do a lot of things. And one of the things you're even asking her to do is be, um, you know, it's, it's funny because she had two huge scoring games, but, you know, to take a bit of an uh, unselfish approach, not that I've ever thought Melissa Smith was selfish, but the idea of like, hey, there's no reason you can't get four or five assists a game because mm. the defense is going to converge on you. Like you are um, the Wade Trophy winner. Therefore, like, you know, all know you're fully bought in when you give up a good shot to give a great shot, you know, and, and Jamie Asbury hits a three or Jordan Lewis hits a three or Queen, she drops it off to Queen for a layup. And, you know, she has the ability to make plays um, in our system and, and be more of a playmaker, not just for herself. And so, you know, that's my challenge for her as a captain, as the best player on our in our program, as someone who's like trying to leave a legacy, as someone who's got goals, you know, in, basket, in basketball beyond Baylor, um, you know, having her trust what we're doing, um, you know, even if she isn't the most vocal or she isn't the most natural leader, you know, this team is going to follow her. There's just no question. Like, you know, teams follow players that are, that are, that produce. And so, you know, getting her on the same page, getting her to understand, you know, what our expectations are, um, I think goes a long way to like full team buy-in. Yeah. Well, I, I think you've empowered your players. I think, and, and I could each week, I don't want to certainly don't want to start this by keeping you too long. Cause you'll be like, what do we agree to Krista? But I do think that, um, like Sarah Andrews, you made a comment recently on something I was watching. I think you called her ridiculously talented, and you could see she got thrown into a tough spot last year. And I and, and obviously it didn't totally go away. But at the same time, I, I thought she was kind of fearless. I thought she went in there and dribbled in, made a big shot in a huge moment. And so I, I think I think you're someone who kind of uh, you know lets though you know basically motivates through that kind of affirmation. And and man, she's good. She, you can just tell, even just in the small amounts last year, she's going to be great for you. So that's going to be fun to watch your point guard mentality kind of mesh with her. And, uh, Nikki, I, I mean, I, nine players or, or whatever, this this has a chance to be a lot of fun this year. So we're 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 very excited, and I can't uh, – I'm just excited for you, and, and I hope you get to soak it all in tonight. And, and like you say, it's not uh, – I think folks love the program – and I think they're already getting very excited about what you're bringing to it. And, by the way, not to go on this rant, but all these three-pointers, man, I could not be more excited to see that. So, anyway. <laughs> it's all about balance. Don't get, don't get me wrong. When we need a bucket, the ball's probably going to touch the paint and, and be in the lister of Queen's hands. But I, but I think that, you know, the idea of creating balance is the difference between being, like, really good and being great. All right. Well, listen, um, we appreciate it. Look forward to doing this on a weekly basis. Go beat Texas State and just uh, enjoy this tonight, and uh, we're very excited for you. Uh, Thanks a lot, Nikki. Thank you, Matt.